When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, I'm Sy, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation on the channel. And you can find interviews, podcasts, and content on all sorts of subjects mental health, football, wrestling, MMA, films and TV, music, and more. We've got our popular series, Unscripted and Uncensored, where we have people from all walks of life uh, to answer the questions of the people, which is always a lot of fun. We've had uh, people from UFC, Cage Warriors, footballers, actors. You name it, we've had it. We recently had UK indie band The Crooks join us for a chat and they played us out with a single where you won't find many other podcasts having live music, let me tell you. Uh, and we had a good feedback from that. People were very, uh, very happy. So I'm working on trying to get some more bands to, uh, to talk to. Uh, last week, we dropped a new episode of our combat sports show, which is the Danny Batten MMA show, which is now pretty much weekly because there's so much MMA going on. Uh, last week, we talked about Wilder and Fury, UFC Auckland in detail. And we also touched on Bellator Dublin, Bellator 240, uh, Cody Cody Davis's fight with Umar Sadiq. And, uh, and Danny answered your questions. Obviously, Danny, being a former Cage Warriors featherweight champion, uh, has got a, a unique insight into you know mixed martial arts, boxing, striking, jiu-jitsu and the like. Uh, every Monday, 7 p.m., the Andy Campbell Championship Show uh, is 7 p.m. live, Facebook and YouTube channel. Uh, former Premier League and Championship striker Andy Campbell providing the insight on that show as we uh, break down all the championship games. But we also discuss the biggest stories from the football world as well. And because it's live, it's always fun as we interact with you lovely people. And uh, just lastly, the last plug, which we'll go through before we meet our guest today. Uh, on Friday, I dropped the first episode of our new series, which is called My Story, where we take different, uh, currently just sports stars, through their career, and they share memories and anecdotes throughout, uh, which is a lot of fun. The The first episode was with former cricket, uh, former England cricketer, Chris Lewis, who has got a very interesting story from his childhood, uh, moving over to England from the Caribbean, obviously playing for England. He had a stint in prison, then he made a comeback. It's uh, it a really interesting show. Uh, and episode two is going to drop next week with uh, former Cardiff City and Wales International, Reese Weston. So, uh, today I'm having a chat with the stand-up comic, MMA medic, and uh, affectionately known as the, the Doctor, Mr Barry Phillips. Welcome, my friend. How are you? Thank you, Sai. Cheers, Pleasure to be on. First of all, can I just say cheers, big Alan Jones for sorting this out. I know he uh, gives you all, I uh, see the flag behind you and your T-shirts, which I am 
yet to get hold of, but I'm soon my silver tongue will get hold of a couple. Yeah. Big shout out, Al. Thank you, buddy. You know, you're a popular supporter of the show. And say thank you for inviting me on. That pleasure. No, it's my my pleasure, all mine, mate. And uh, like yeah, like you say, Alan, he's uh, he's a big supporter of the show. Away day apparel sponsor the whole channel really at the moment, and uh, he does, he helps me get, get guests as well. He uh, he's always sent me a lot a lot of different guests from all walks of life, from yourself to some footballers and Derek Brazil, a couple of others fighters. Yeah, he's a top man. Can't sit on the ground this week. You to have me? <laughs> no, no, I. <laughs> I, I say this to everyone. I'll, I'll speak to anyone. Like I find people's stories interesting. And um, when Alan said to me, like he said, oh, he's you know he's done MMA shows as a medic and he's done stand-up comedy and he's uh, he's a good crack. So uh, that's good enough for me, mate. I'm happy to chat to anyone. And uh, so yeah. just for the people perhaps who are not you know familiar with uh, with you, I know you've got a you've got a you've got a good following actually. I guess I can tell that just by when I've posted about you coming on like people are asking about it and people are telling you like you know send me the link when it comes up and yeah stuff. so people are you know be your friends and uh people who are aware of you obviously know and i see you um interacting on facebook with all the the, the welsh mma guys like jack shaw and oban and all, all them guys. yeah 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 um, um so for the people go on i'm busy just on a school run this morning take my kids to school it was just When's this podcast going out? We've seen you put a post on everything. I said, well, I'm doing it this morning. It's going out, um, I believe, next week. Um, yeah, it's not going to be live. He was like, oh, we want to watch it. I said, well, yeah, everyone got the opportunity to watch it. Just uh, link in. Be patient. Yeah, be, be patient. patient. Best things come to those who wait, Sai, innit? That's right, yeah. And uh, when you do watch it, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel as we're uh, we're doing our best to keep growing nearly nearly a year old and uh just this past monday as this goes out we'll have done our 150th show overall which is kind of cool to have done that in such a short space of time so just for the people who are not familiar with you uh tell your story like you know obviously you, you do some stand-up comedy and you've done yeah, I am really yeah, done, and stuff. yeah i am really done stand-up for a little bit but uh i am trying to plan one more show to get it out the way. I got three young children at the moment, so say at the moment, um, I know I've been more. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, the stand up started. Um, my mother and father were um doing decorating in the front in the front room, so we moved all the crap into the dining room. And I brought the Treppy Brown tape of someone in school, so I put it on. And um, everyone dumping out the rugby club, Fairwater Rugby Club. I was the doctor there for a few years, yeah. Um yeah, they all know the long song that goes on 12 Days of Christmas is called by Chubby Brown. And basically, I listened to that once and I knocked it off. Of course, the old cassettes, you had to rewind it, not like DVDs, you get back the way you want it. Um, and I listened to it again and I sang it and I knew it all. And that's all I could do. It was a massive thud next door. My old man fell off a ladder and he was covered in paint. He was absolutely pissing himself laughing. I said, Dad, do you want it? He said, yeah, you've got to get on stage. He said, if you can learn all that, just listen into it twice, you've got to get on stage. So that's what I did. I done my first stand-up show when I was 15. It was actually in a rapper DJ's thing, and, and he's going to hate me for this, but more people came to see me than what actually <laughs> went to see the, I'm not going to say his name, um, 
but yeah, you was allowed obviously allowed to smoke in pubs then. I yeah. was messing about with the lighter because I was so nervous and everything. I nearly set my trousers and my bollocks on fire. Um, <laughs> it was just uh, some of the st- the stand up stories we'll get into as we go through. Like, but um, yeah, I've had some great fun. Met some awesome people, friends for life. Same as what sport does. And just quickly, Sledge Glenn Williams from Nails told the way do it, buddy. There he is. Is <laughs> the walkout top. Which I'll it's, get um, on to again later. Like 15, like I got my oldest boy's 15. Um, and like 15's young, isn't it? To do like yeah, a yeah. stand up in front of people and do like a, a stand up comedy bit. It's yeah. gotta be, it must have been quite daunting. But then I, I guess, like, even from doing like podcasts and I, especially the, the, like the live ones, the first couple, I was nervous and I was like, oh, I'm not look really anxious before it. Mm. But then, I think once you've done a couple, you kind of just get into the flow of yeah, it. Yeah. And you get used to it. What was that first one like? Were you like proper? Uh, I, I tell you what, you, you asked my, even now, right? I'm nearly 43 now. Even now, I still, my wife hates the build up to a show. The, the week I'm walking around the garden, I'm just, it's, it's the same as um, what, what Shakey done in his, um, in his program where he put an under, all right, Shakes bite. And that was, um, what he just said that everyone only sees the 15 minutes in the cage when he was doing the um, thing with before Jack fought uh, Conman Day in Newport. And um, yeah, that's all people see is the hour or so of, of, of nonsense you talk on the stage. They don't see the six, seven, eight, and believe it or not, eight to nine months it takes to redo a new set. Um, they don't see you can't sleep in the night. It's, it's just crazy. It is just mad just for one hour of talking nonsense to make people laugh. But it's that laugh is the best drug in the world. You'll just never, ever, ever be there. It's the same as like, I don't know, and not so much MMA, anything, any big performer. If you're on the stage and you get in here, <clears throat> excuse me, and you get in the reactions you want, it makes it all worthwhile. <clears throat> it just oh, makes yeah. all that. It's, um, well, funny enough, like, that you mentioned that, like, <clears throat> like, we did a live show Monday with, for the football and, um, like, during the show and straight after people were like texting me and, and messaging me or whatever on like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And, and they were saying, Oh, that's, that's the best one yet. And that, that was really good. It was, that was a lot of fun. It's, you know, best yeah, yeah. podcast, all this. And like that, like it gives you a lift and it's, 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 oh, like, yeah, it's like, nef- it's like nothing, nothing else I think in life because I like, I'm not used to it because I would like say I've barely been doing this a year and then, you know, it's grown massively more than i thought it was going to in this short space of time but like it's those comments and the the stuff that yeah the stuff that, you get, that, like it's unbelievable that's what keeps that's what keeps you going and yeah. and when when you get up in the morning and you think oh my god i really can't be bothered to do this and then you look at your phone and you go oh, last night's show was awesome but like you said that's the best one you've done and you, you know everyone's buying you drinks and you just feel you do feel like a superhero for a couple of hours and that spurs you on to do the next one and then the next one and the next one and then you get to my age and you think Fuck it i can't do no more because i haven't got the time mm-hmm. and that's um that's the way it is and if um honestly now if you could see what i am like on the day of a show it's Unreal. Good mate of mine, Andrew DeCorny. All right, Sam. He um he used to come into the back room when we was doing all the local pubs, rugby clubs, and everything. And he grabbed hold of me and he just say, "Just perform, don't entertain." And then words have stuck with me 
since I really started. And, you know, I think, and it's just four words, but I'm thinking, yeah, they've got a bit of meaning to them. Because if you try and, you know, express yourself to something that you're really not, you're going to mess it up. And, yes. <clears throat> like, a lot of people say to me, you know, um, a lot of people don't like Chubby Brown. I, I personally think he's brilliant. And But I never say that a stand-up comic is rubbish because how can someone fill venues all over Britain for 40 years and be crap? Yeah, it's just, it. it's not their cup of tea. There's certain comedians out there that um, that I'm not a fan of, but I never say they're rubbish because they are good at what they do and their style of delivery and what they um, possess to... Um, you know the, the way that they do it like yeah and the thing is everyone's got a different sense of humor and they and like um like I, i'm a big fan of like stand-up comedy generally i like yeah, yeah. most comics like but i like like chubby brown i like frankie boyle i like jimmy carr like i like that like yeah, kind yeah. of dark humor because mm. i feel like it like with all the shit going on in the world yeah yeah like oh. if you can't if you can't laugh at stuff then what you got really like you're just constantly this bombarded is, with negativity on the news. You get exactly. It's not news anymore. It's no. Screw it. I can't watch it. And you get yeah, people moaning in like the workplace and stuff. Uh, and I'm like, fucking really. Mm -hmm. You know, just. It is, yeah, that's uh, what. That's what can I, I like just comedy. give a shout out to my work? Yeah, go on. Well, Carry on. Yeah, Arc go on. Training Co. CSCS training. Do every type of construction training. Steve. You think I'm good looking today, Sam? Mm -hmm. Wait till tomorrow. Chris, Calf, Sarah, and Pricey, big shout out to you. Pleasure. I told you I'd give you a shout, see? But um, yeah, listen up next week and I'll just wait for your boobs when I come back. <laughs> <laughs> All like, those sons. Go on, sorry. No, no, you're right. I, like, I, the way I look at it is like, and people get sometimes they get offended with like stuff like Frankie Boyle uh, says or, thing, or like Jimmy Carr. But what I the way I look at it is, is you've got to take it in a bubble that it's a joke. It's a joke. It's not you know. Frankie, yeah. Frankie Boyle doesn't really say, think those things. You were not going things. up to someone. You were not going up to someone and personally saying it in an aggressive manner yeah. to them to to specifically offend. I've had loads of people walk up to my shows. And to be honest, yeah. And to be honest with you, I. I can't say what I said on the one uh, thing because I it'll just cause absolute uproar. But it was <coughs> I'd love to, don't get me wrong. But um, yeah, I've had people walk out. I've been called different things. I've had beer chucked all over me, which was good because I opened my mouth and had a free pint. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I've been called all sorts of things, you know. But the the just, good outweigh yeah. the bad. Then in that, I'm a yeah. massive fan of comedy in general. I love Only Fools and Horses. I think I. Superb. When John fact, Sullivan's uh, a masterclass at the comedy. Of Weeders Impact, massive fan of that. Me and my mate Phil Powell just talk rubbish all the time. Mm -hmm. Now we've got on to Grand Slam with Mog and Ain't That Offman and Windsor Davis again. All these people, old school again. And yeah. they, it seems to think that we pay our television privileges now to watch UK Gold and things that were on 20, 30, 40 years ago. Well, that's the thing. And, the thing uh, is, like, the only I don't watch it. I was thinking about this the other day. I don't watch any TV. I don't watch any live TV at all. Um, mm. And I actually was thinking, why yeah. do I pay? Why do I pay a TV license? Because no one in my house watches live TV. Yeah. The kids watch Netflix or Amazon. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And like I watch the only live. I watch live like football or boxing or MMA. Yeah, yeah. And half time, I don't even watch that live. I watch it after the fact. But like. 
like TV, the TV on like BBC and ITV, and it's shit. The comedy, yeah. the, like the sitcoms, British, generally, I find oh, it's really shit. It's in fact the first like comedy sitcom I watched probably I would say in about six years was Gavin and Stacey at Christmas time, and I gotta say that's I, I find that good. I don't know whether it's because yeah. it's set so close to home that I kind of like I it gives it you was, like a warm feeling. I thought it was very predictable. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. It was good. My personal point of view. Um, I thought it was quite predictable, but I I did enjoy. It. I didn't watch it for a couple of days. After yeah, Christmas I didn't watch day, it. You know, away. with the uh, I fell asleep when he was on live. Like too many mm-hmm. sprouts, nothing to do with the bulls. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I I enjoy it. Friday night dinner, my boys watch on now and again. That's, yeah, that is not too bad. That sort of. Uh, Acceptable in between is absolutely loved that. Is, yeah, that's that's how romantic I was. I took my wife to watch the in between this movie in the cinema. Ah, there you go. Yeah, and it's it was pitch black. Yeah, it's pitch black. I had my big stone island coat on and um, I cracked it. Um, <clears throat> I was on Dirty Sanchez. I was another one of my um, romantic uh, ventures out there. <laughs> yeah, it was class. Yeah, so I had this and I cracked the can of oh, so long ago it was. I cracked the can of breaker open in the cinema. <laughs> and, uh, and she went, can you believe this? Someone drinking it. I said, oh, it's, I think it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then at the, at the end of the film, it was eight empty cans of breaking underneath my seat. I said, oh, look, <laughs> they've been chucking them under my seat. <laughs> <laughs> Pissed up, walking through the house, looking class. I had a full sleep. These days, Jesus. Oh, I'd, have, I'd be asleep in the dark. Yeah, I'm the same. Cans. Yeah. I'm the same now, but I'm the same. But yeah, but um, yeah, comedy is a, we need someone to grab it by the... Grab it by the nuts and get a good get a good series going again. You'll never replace yeah. the old ones, but um, no. Yeah. But I just think the problem is now as well. It's like you watch like Only Fools and Horses sometimes on UK Gold, and they've cut out stuff, yeah, yeah because yeah, it yeah. won't fly. And there's like yeah. they um, what was this? There was I can't remember. What Yesterday show. is a big channel for our mind. Yesterday mm. they um they they screen like Alfreda's in pet and um all the best bits and everything if you if you don't want to show the swearing don't show them in the day and yeah, then um, it, it's you know like um i got my mate's house gareth gareth thought my son is um and he had the box at a rising damp like but you, you'll never mm-hmm. be able to show stuff like that now no. it's just i'm getting bombarded by the old son by that they oh, um because oh. they're on about and i was like bringing... tyson fury moving like a champ they yeah. um, they were on about like bringing back Little Britain, and I was looking at that like, Ooh. and I don't just say, don't think don't it, say I don't I think like it. Him, but, um, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't. I just don't think that'll fly these days. I think people no. will complain, and and it's unfortunate because it should you should take it for what it is instead of, it of being on, everyone's quick to like jump and be offended and yeah. oh, even complained no. about that song. Oh, I know. See, didn't they? That's, that's, yeah. that's my end. But like <laughs> the thing is, right? The way I look at it, the the thing which annoys me, right, is if someone's genuinely offended because yeah. it offends them, that's yeah. fine. But yeah. I, I I can't be having these people who get offended on behalf of other people, and those other people aren't actually offended, yeah, but yeah. other people are offended from, and it's just like well. Let those people be offended if they are. You, you don't need to be offended for them. But the thing that I put on the posters before we do before we do a show is firstly, and most foremost, I'm not fucking gluing your ass to that seat. Mm. 
Okay, I am not stapling you with grits to that seat. So, and secondly, we always put, if you're easily offended, don't come. The same is as simple as that. If you don't like bad language, if you don't like adult humor, if you don't like all the shit and everything that goes with it, stay away. Don't call me a twat once I've pissed you off, like, or throw <laughs> shit at me. And because um, I can, I fucking love all that anyway. It just makes me want to do it even more. Like, And um, yeah, it's just, don't do it. You know yeah. what type of thing it is. People know what a Chubby Brown show is before they even go. Yeah, that was and they the come thing. out. Like, oh, he offended me. Offended me. Fuck off. You knew what he was like. Just... It's like those people who watch the Frankie Boyle TV show and then complained about it. And it's like, well, if you're watching Frankie Boyle, you know what you're going to get. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. you you know what he's going to say. He's mm. going to he's going to be offensive. So at some point, you are cringeworthy, and at some point, it's oh, he's going to yeah. let he's going to let fly, and it's going to um, yeah, the shit's going to hit the fan. Um, yeah. what's um, have you had any like people give you any good heckles when you've been on stage? Um, oh, good heckles. A couple of them I said, Oh, when's the oh, shit? One's like, When's the um, which weren't really the question you asked, actually. <laughs> um, uh, when's the comic coming on? I said, Oh, after you fuck up and <clears throat> shit like that. Um, good heckles. Oh, you got me in a, I'll come back to that. It's, no, no, it's, it, um, it, it's difficult, isn't it? Because like. Like you get wherever all comedy shows, like you'll get hecklers who who think they're funnier than the comic. Oh, I done, especially I when they've had a couple of beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I done, oh, this classic. I done one in the um in a local pub. I live in um in the village where I live, and uh, I'm not going to say the uh, name of the the act, but um, everyone who's at that show, right, will 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 know this. I went to the toilet, and of course the comedian or the band, whatever they had, was always in a corner of the bar. So you had to walk past where she was, comedian yeah. or whatever you want to call it, fucking woman, I didn't, she wasn't funny at all, but she's quite <laughs> famous anyway. So anyway, she started giving me all nonsense as I was going to toilet. So, and my mate Gareth, who was behind me, was like, oh my God, yes, he's, he's going to let fly now. Because I stopped and I just took it all in and I thought, right, mm. let it have a moment. I'll go for a slash, I'll come back and I'll just fucking rip out a new asshole. <laughs> and then when she came back then, I was walking back to my seat and then she started again and again and again and again. So I just hit her with, I can't remember what I said now because it was so long ago. I hit her with about 10, 15 one-liners, right? And she fucking ran off the stage crying. And all of them, um, she ran out into the car park and I grabbed over the microphone, done 45 minutes off the top of my head and a barman gave me the money. <laughs> 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 Another one I done in in a club over the thing. It was New Year's Eve, and the band didn't turn up. We'd been on it all day. We was howling. So mm -hmm. the fellow who, who ran the who ran the club, he said, "Oh, Baz, just do us half. I want to bang you a couple of quid." Of course, I went up there. Been on a bow all day. It was absolutely smashed, and I fell off the stage. And people thought that that was part <coughs> of it. I nearly broke my fucking collarbone. <laughs> I was in, I, <laughs> but they were all fucking pissing themselves laughing because they thought that that was part of what I do. I was like, yeah. No, I'm smashed. <laughs> that word's no, supposed to happen. Fell over. <laughs> yeah, it was mad. Some good stuff like that, yeah. But um, I'm not sure. If people sort of shout and stuff. They don't. Yeah, they now and again. But I think they must that they're afraid of uh, sort of the reaction that they could possibly yeah. get. Well, the thing I did is... follow one woman into the toilet before. All right. Because I had a because I had a cordless mic, 
and I could see that she wanted to walk past me, but she wouldn't, so she went the other way. And as I heard the cubicle door go, I sort of met her in there. And then I'm talking to her through the door then, this cordless mic. She had the microphone under the door so everyone could hear her having a piss. I was all right. Fucking hell. Oh, you get it all with Baza. You get it all. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the, um, do you know what? Like, over the years, like, I've seen a couple, like, more than a couple of comics, and some of the best comics, for particularly for dealing with, like, hecklers and stuff, are the yeah. ones who I've seen doing, like, private dinners and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a cricket club dinners. And they would, they were so sharp, like so quick. And if and you've got to be because these rugby clubs, they, they yeah, fall upstairs. Yeah, it's like they've been on it all day, and they just see someone famous in front of them, and they and they think, right, I I just got to Yeah, but they are quick, they're witty, they're sharp, and and they've learned to be like that as well. And yeah, um, you got them. You look at them, um, ex rugby players who make a fortune. You have one good couple of games for your country or your club or especially the the lions you have one good um tour for them and you're made for life john ben yeah. he's done now we had a 97 tour where he was awesome rugby club dinners he'd done all around june and everything and uh, paul wallace was the same we had him down penalta um yeah where matthew tucker thought we thought it was funny and then he could scrum him all over his front room smash your house up but uh <laughs> that's what you do <laughs> his life went to impress to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, like, um, like I think what people sometimes don't realise, like for people, like the like professional stand-ups, particularly the ones who are like early, early into it, who don't, um, who are not like writing for TV and stuff like this or TV shows, and that, they don't realise that to make money from it, they've got to go and do like, uh, like work parties and after, oh, you've got to go and do all stuff. the, you've um... got to really uh, just go and do shows, and and also it's, it's yeah. They needed to practice as well. Yeah, of course they do. There's, there's Jim, no better thing, is there, than doing it in front of people. Jim Davidson started, stood on a chair in the middle of a pub on Christmas Day. And he just, he didn't want to do it, he said, but that's the only way where he knew there would be a crowd in his yeah. local pub where his, where his, his dad was having a pint like. And um, he just got up, racked off a few jokes took off for him and off for him and a lot of people don't like him to me the low the the newish comedians now they all try and be very similar to lee evans um because yeah. when you get one good one then they all try and copy and if you've got one person that can be himself and take take that to a new level which he has it's pointless copying and because you will never get to the way they are and there's quite a lot of them about who try and do what other people do and they try well, yeah, and be just... who they are through themselves like yeah, you had, like you, you had a lot. There was a couple of years ago. There was a lot like they all very similar to Jimmy Carr, like trying to be yeah, yeah. like that that well spoken kind of middle class, uh, you know, comedian who's who's kind of smart and and does yeah. it that way. But people but don't then, realize, yeah. see, these comedians, Jimmy Carr is fucking super intelligent, man. Yeah, really, really, uh, not as brainy as me, like, but uh, no. he is. It's super and and they've <laughs> and they've all got you know proper good educations behind them yeah you know just because you can talk shit it doesn't mean you're dull like it just means you've got another string your bow and people um i think people are jealous of it to be honest with you if you can make people laugh that's a that's, that's the gift that my father said i was given he said you've got a gift to make people laugh Pelle had a gift to play football 
I can make people laugh and save people's lives. And that's the end of it. <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? But like, <clears throat> the thing is, I think um, like people don't realise as well. Like I always think, like how do the how do comedians remember like a whole hour and a bit set? Because mm. like I've done like one or two, uh, particularly at the start. I did a couple of podcasts where it was just me speaking into a camera, yeah. and like it is hard because it's just you talking. You got no one to oh, balance off, no one, no one yeah, to have yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. with. So it's quite intense. Like, uh, and it's got to be difficult, especially early uh, on when you first start out. And the and the thing is, if if you play sort of in a band, and you make a mistake, and the, another band member or an instrument can like sort of um, hide Cover it, up for it like, yeah. you it's exactly the same as what you do. You drop a bollock on the stage, or what you're doing there, and you are on your own, and everybody notices it. Like, yeah. And it's it's how you bounce back from it. It's Sometimes you think, oh, my God, will you just swallow me up? Or you might say, right, fuck it. I've made a mistake. You know, I said then I've owned up. I go, I'm not human. Yeah, that we meant to go like, ah, fuck it, let's move on. And we'll yeah. just crack on. But it was hard for me because the shows that I were doing were all pretty local. So mm. I was tending to have more or less. I do a pub up a road and I do a rugby club down the road. And then I do it. So you, you, your audience is more or less the same people, give or yeah, take yeah. a few. Um, but... If you've got a, a wider spectrum, then, then obviously you can keep the same act because you, you're delivering it to different people all the time. Like, mm. But I was finding it quite hard. I'd be practicing in front of the mirror. I'd be doing, you know, just to get the timing sort of right. Yeah, like, yeah. Because you could feel one day you'd have a good and then you feel good and everything would come back to you and you're talking rubbish and it's just all rolling off your tongue. And then you do like an hour and 20 minutes and then the next thing you're nervous and you've got a shit crowd in front of you and your same act lasts about half an hour. Yeah. So it's Can just... I can't wait to get off <laughs> it's, it's a mad one isn't it yeah so um mm. just before we move off uh like comedy and stuff mm. what um to you mentioned to me the other day you fancy you might have one more show in you do you reckon that you reckon you're gonna do that well you took a kid's cup i know alan had been on to me but he said oh, don't do that don't do that. i said um we took the kids to the pantomime a couple of years ago in blackwood miners institute Mm. Now, I've been there to watch the um, Friday Night Stewed comedies, and they're underneath the bottom part. <clears throat> okay. But um, the main theatre where they do the pantomimes, I looked at it, and I said to my, said to my missus, I said, I could, I want to do it, yeah? Because I said, I think I could fill it. And um, she went, how many people do I? I said, I don't know how many people if I can. I was going to go around and count the seats, but I said, there's, there's quite a few in, yeah? And I said... The way that it's situated, you know, it's all on a nice angle. You've got a big stage. You've got like they used to call them the ashtrays, didn't they? Up in the yeah, yeah, up in the, the the boxes up on the top, like and yeah, that's something I'd love to do or something or a place similar to that. Mm. But I would, uh, yeah, I'd love to give out a blast, just one last one, and then say thank you very much. Hang a mic up, and I'll be the end of it. So is that Go just out because... with a bang? Yeah. Is that just because of like like family commitments and time and yeah, and it's timing just that, really? and yeah, just I'd like, love to I'd love to be out every weekend doing it. I'd love to, but the thing is, when you do stuff like this, people offer you drinks. Yeah, yeah, and you know what happens then? Yeah, that's people, it, are, yeah. you got you got a free bar. There's people buying you pints. Oh God, you know yourself till Wednesday, and then you've got another one coming up on a Saturday. Just ruined. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I think people people forget as well is like for like sports stars, 
you know, film stars, TV stars, whatever, comics, stand-up comics, anyone who bans, anyone who's like on tour or playing like matches away oh, yeah. twice just... a week. It's your your missus who's left at home with the kids having yeah. to hold down for and do everything. And I think people forget that how much time people spend away from home. And like she, say, say, she say, does that anyway, even if yeah. <laughs> even if I didn't get you for calling me out anyway. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like no, if you yeah, go if yeah, you're yeah, going yeah, to do comedy like Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, like yeah, yeah. that's a whole weekend gone, isn't it? With the kids and that. Yeah. Um and when they're young, it's obviously a time you're not gonna get back either. Oh yeah, God, yeah. I uh, mm. I realised that more than most like of my kids, like my youngest is just about to go up to high school now in September. And that's they're all teen like the other two are teenagers, and it's just like yeah. you'd look back and all the time and like for me, like I think about a time like wasted on like just not doing stuff or not going somewhere yeah. or, or like petty squabbles or whatever it may be, and it's just yeah. like you ain't getting that time back. But it happens, it happens, doesn't it? And that's, yeah, that's the way it is. Like, it. Yeah. So um like you're a big MMA fan, but yeah. um before we talk about a bit of MMA generally, um, I was going to say you be you done some. You're a you're a medic and you do first aid training and and all this. You've done um, some some MMA shows as a medic as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, around around. Is that mainly in Wales or around the UK? Yeah, generally? mainly started off um, with Denzel Lawrence. We done the um, <clears throat> the white collar boxing in Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a. Like an introducer sort of thing when I started off with um, doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, you work with uh, paramedics, doctors, and everything. Um, get the experience in. Brilliant. Um, then we was doing stuff like horse riding events, which I thought, oh, but one of the best things I've ever done. Brilliant. The horse riding events are, are awesome. Um, and then we got offered to do um, Cage Warriors in Newport. Um, nice. And I like thought, to be honest with you, I'd heard of, and I'd watched a bit of it because when I grew up, it was all Matt Hughes, Chuck Liddell, Randy Cattall, all that sort of stuff. Um, But actually, I thought I'd never seen one live. So I thought, yeah, I might as well take it, do it, go down, have a look with the job. And uh, just blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. He was backstage doing the pre-fight meds, um, seeing how fit these boys were. You know, like you say cage fight into someone and they go, Oh, it's like really barbaric and, and stuff. Yeah. But the, these um uh, these people, boy, men and women, they are up they are proper athletes like. Oh, and yeah. any anyone who makes our walk into the cage, wherever they are, amateur event, pro event, cage warriors, UFC, got got my complete back in because I always say I am just glad I'm that side. You can hear the slaps going in, you can hear the oh, yeah. it's just that the what the one when I realised how fit they actually were, there was a there was a boy, he was warming up and it was my very first one. I assume his name was Carl Swabby. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah, he was um, well, like. he's like a big uh, kickboxer sort of karate mm. guy. He was like he was putting his feet where I can't put my hands, <laughs> and I was like, and he just got in and seen him a couple of times on a bounce. I don't know whether he'd gone off the scene a little bit now, but. Mm. Uh, He's, uh, there's a lot of the amateur ones, which I recognised, obviously, before the pro ones. You know, Jack was always, always a massive name when we started. It was his debut in Cage Warriors. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it just built up from that. And as you can see, with uh, I got Sledge's top on. I've uh, 
through the cheek and the power of Facebook, I managed to collect quite a few of the, the professionals and the amateurs walk out tops, mind that we've uh, that we have. So um, when they walk out, I say, "Well, spare one of them," and they uh, either post it to me or they uh, yeah, <laughs> or they just go one out there buy. Yeah, yeah. So you got quite the collection of them, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple. Well, I brought a couple down if I can just. Uh, yeah, go on. You have a Can you see any of them? Yeah, you can see. You can't go a bit closer, and you'll see uh, see the names uh, we and got, that. Uh, we this got good, good, for good. Yeah, this is good for the audio oh, uh, listeners, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got um another. Well, you've become really friendly with Michael Corston. Remember, you got Mason Jones, Ross Houston. Josh Abraham, Phil Well sent me as the cage audience one. That was the first one that I had from Denzel's event. Obviously, got to put that one in. That was the last uh, one I'd done for the Interclub with Shakey's on. Jordan, and then there's the other one there for Ross Houston. That was a night of champions, I was up in London. Nice. Um, Porth Cricket Club, the mighty Porth, where Dr. Gilchrist is behind the stumps, just about. And this is the first one I had when um, from doing the. Uh, Amateur, let me get back on to doing the amateur strike and submit events. Yeah, yeah. in Nails with them, um, Frango, Richard Williams, uh, Kevin Cox, his brother Robert, and um, yeah, Robert got up a shout out anyway because I couldn't drive the one time. And he came from Camarvan all the way up here to pick me up and drop me on. Brilliant, nah, and you go, you, mate. awesome. So, like, obviously, like I was gonna say, like, guys like um, who you saw. You know, like when they were perhaps a bit younger, or like at the in cage rows, like Jack Shaw. Obviously, he's in the UFC yeah, now, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, he's really, really highly thought of uh, Jack by by oh, the his, UFC. His fan, his fan, his fan base have just escalated from being, you know, he was always popular when it when it was his first, when it was his um, cage warriors debut with Newport cage warriors seventy six, mm. I think it was, and he fought a young French boy, um, mm. but he just. And I, and I I'll be honest with you now, just not because I know him, um, just because I can't in cage warriors. It was everyone said that Ekandeo was going to beat him, maybe too strong and all that. He just schooled him. And people were saying that um, Scott Malone would be the next one that would be able to. He, all right, he clipped him, but couldn't get it. The other the other rounds and the other clinches and stuff they had. He just um, at the moment is UFC debut. Um, was awesome. He was uh, incredible. Um, personally, I think he's gonna. I think he'll go all the way and win a belt. I on. I honestly do. I think he's gonna be a McGregor in the. Um, and it'll be great, obviously, because it's Welsh MMA, and we are we're familiar with with him and who he is and what he's about. And most down to earth person. Oh you yeah. Know. When Scott I, Malone um... was trying to give it a bigger in Caffini Castle, he wasn't so much a big and. Jack just said, "Right, wait till fight night." We thought, you know, Conor McGregor, we'd be nah, 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 watching mm -hmm. all this shit. But Jack's yeah, nothing like that, and you don't need to be. It sells. It sells tickets. I personally like McGregor. I know there's a lot of people that don't, but um, <clears throat> you know, he's. If if we are perfectly honest and opinion, he has put MMA on the map for youngsters to want to give it a crack because of the yeah. way he is. <clears throat> yeah, I personally think it. Not so much the personal stuff with Khabib's family and everything, but um, yeah, you know course. the other, the other stuff that you know the winding up and uh, it, it sells it sells tickets and that's what well, people want to see. Not just that, but if you look in the build up to the Aldo fight, 
where yeah. everyone said Aldo was, you know, he was unbeatable. No one was, he'd been just on this winning tear for years. And McGregor got inside his head and oh, he, he literally, was, he, he got inside broken. his head so he much. Broken. He was broken before, before the fight started. And he made it, he made that error, which McGregor had predicted that he was going to make. He'd said before the fight, he's going to do yeah. this and yeah. I'm going to do this. And he did it and like, like a charm, like obviously, like you say, he's, you know, similar stuff over the last couple of years, maybe he's gone over the line a bit. But he yeah. also, I think, he changed the game for for fighters as a whole in terms of getting paid what they deserve. Because yeah. I've spoken to, when I spoke to Paddy uh, Pimblett, and I think I mentioned it with Jack and um, some of the other boys we had on, uh, Brett, uh, Johns as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, when you compare what boxers get paid, like the lower-end boxers, and then you compare it to what some of the guys saying even in the UFC get paid. Yeah. It's not comparable. And like Paddy said, you know, basically, like every time someone steps inside a cage, they put their life on the line. Oh, of course they do, yeah. You know, all sorts of stuff could go wrong. So they should get when you when you you know, when you're fighting for a, a big company, whether it's a cage warriors, a UFC, a Bellator, you should get paid accordingly. Of course um, you should. And I think and Conor that, McGregor's that good, improved that for everyone. Yeah, and that, and that was a good thing where you've got to take it out of to, to Jack's dad, Shaky, where he encouraged him. Because at the time, I think he wanted to drop out of uni and just concentrate full-time on his uh, on his career. Yeah. But that's exactly what you said then. He said, look, it's a short game. It can be a short game. Um, but you've got to have something to fall back on. And if you can, look at Nathan Cleverly with his maths yeah. and stuff. He's, you know... They, Unbelievable, isn't it? Very intelligent. Uh, yeah, and people and, write and people write Nathan off because he's a boxer. People think he's stupid, yeah. Yeah. and uh, you know he's a really, really intelligent guy. Like, just going back to something you said, you said about like Jack being so down to earth. I um, I tweeted Jack and I said, "You come on the show." Not even I didn't even expect a reply because like you know he's in the UFC, he's got a big following. He came yeah. back to me pretty quick and he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And he come on and. I had so many questions sent in for him that we we couldn't get through them because obviously he was training and stuff. Yeah. So we only had a certain amount of time. And he said like straight away that day, he said, look, I'll come back and we'll, we'll do the rest. Yeah. Just... He done the, um, he done the, <clears throat> he was warming up the boys and the girls for, um, the show Inter club on, uh, it was actually on my son's birthday. And I just said, oh, to him, I said, oh, Jack quickly send my boy a, a quick message. Stop what he was doing. Exactly. Yeah. Sent it through. I sent it and he, he was absolutely bouncing when I got home. He was um oh if you Google everything, right, about Jack Shaw, I know we're going on about him in a minute. No, yeah. There's only two people, right, that know that Jack Shaw has got one defeat on his record. Who's that? Like? And that is and that is Jack and myself. Because after we done the um <laughs> After we did the um interclub, we was having a bit of uh, a bit of banter in uh, in shaky gin. And Jack said, Oh, I lock up and I was getting my stuff ready and I was in the cage just cleaning up. And um he said, Oh, you fancy? I said, Come on, let's get in. Yeah. So we um and I've always been told if Jack gets you on the floor, you put you in this like knot and he put you in this. So I'm on the floor now, right? My head is up my ass, my uh, <laughs> my one leg is round the back, my arm is round the front, and I could just open one eye quickly and I seen a pair of bollocks dangling. <laughs> so I thought, if I give him a bite now, then he's gonna let me go. So oof, I bit down on him straight away. And then yeah, next thing I know, 
he tapped out. So that is his only thing. And the thing that I will tell everyone listening now when this goes out, it's amazing the strength you get when you bite your own bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> so he got one defeat on his record, and as from me, and he won't mind me saying that. <laughs> there you go. You should have on a T-shirt, see? Yeah. So, um, like, like we've like just the names we've mentioned there, like, but like Welsh combat sports as a whole at the at the moment is really exciting because you've got oh, like you've got it's like only Jack. Get my... Yeah, yeah. Go on, sorry. I was just gonna say you got like Jack Shaw, you got um Brett Johns, uh, you got John Phillips, you have got Oban. Yeah. Even so then... much as you, even so much as outside UFC now without yeah yeah Marshman, you've got Oban Elliott, he's coming through undefeated and. You've got Mason Jones is on a massive tear now. You've got Desi's on his way back now. He's coming. He's got a big fight coming up in London now. There's all these. Um, Aaron Khaled, I think, has still got a lot to a um, good friend of mine, Ross Houston. He's gone um, just signed recently for Bellator now. Um, it's, I know he's not Welsh, but um, he's it's just going to get better and better and better. And some of the youngsters that they've got coming through on these amateur shows, it just just goes to show that the coaching and the discipline that these youngsters have got to um to to want to do and, and be where they want to be and aspire to be the next Jack Shaw, the next Jack Marshman, the next John Phillips, Open Elliot, the next, it, it's just unbelievable. And and yeah. I think and I I think we got we are going to see and what Lewis Smith said the other day. Um, he asked the question. We, we've we've got to see a UFC event in Wales soon. We have to. And yeah, I, and well, I hopefully. Like yeah, well, that's it. It'll be <laughs> you versus Jack Shaw, the rematch, isn't it? Oh, well. Pricey then bollocks again. You got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, but you know what? I think if, like, if Jack keeps going the way he's going, he's obviously got a fight now on 21st of March in London. Yeah, I don't know a lot um, about his opponent, uh, Defreitas, no. is it, or something? Yeah, Defreitas. I think if yeah. if he can win a couple more fights, because they they think so much of him, that I wouldn't be surprised to see him put a, an event on in Cardiff. Um, yeah. Because the thing is, they could put an event on in Cardiff. You could have Jack Shaw main event there for a, for a number one in, contender or whatever. Got to put him in the mix. And then you got like you got like John Phillips, you've got Brett Johns, you can all come on the show. Brett might get booed in, uh, in Swansea is, in Cardiff, a... he won't mind me saying that. Ah, he'd be but... all right. He'd be all right. <laughs> They'd be a little, um, get big out of security in. He'd be all right. Yeah, well, that's right. They, um, there's a good chance, mate, if uh, if Jack can string together a couple of wins now, that he might cross paths with Nathaniel Wood. I think I'll be a barn burner, I do. Oh, that'll, yeah. be a, that'll be a boot. But yeah, again, Nathaniel Wood was fights. unlucky the other day. He was, uh, he, um, he made an error and yeah. he just, he, I think, on a, if he fought the same guy nine times out of ten, Dodson, wouldn't I? I think nine yeah. times out of ten, he'd probably beat him. Um, he just made an error. And... The, the thing that's great about MMA is such an unpredictable sport. You can yeah. see, you can see, you can see it. two people, and then, uh, like me and my buddy, we ran a cage warriors, and um, we was sat there, and when they were coming in, I say, right, who's going to win this one? We was always picking the wrong one because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what they look like. It's just. Yeah, you know, you, you can't choose because there's so many. It can start only one way on the feet, oh, yeah. but it can finish hundreds of ways, and and that's the beauty of the sport. And I think that's why it's growing so big, and that's why it's massive. And it's and it's it's only going to it's only going to get bigger, and it is only going to get bigger. And in Wales, yeah. it's only a matter of time. And Lewis Smith, keep 
go in and get that event in Wales, huh? it will happen. It yeah, is going to happen, mate. definitely. And I don't think we'd be able to do it in like the ice arena or anything. It's going to have to be Cardiff City Stadium, Millennium Stadium. Yeah, um, so that's it. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be. It's, um, and the thing is now, you see like, like when I was growing up, the only kind of combat sports places to go for kids was like you'd have a couple <clears> of karate, karate places. Yeah, yeah. And you'd have so. like the odd boxing gym down in Barry or somewhere. Um, but there wouldn't anywhere else. But like now you've got like MMA gyms, gyms everywhere. Yeah. And like, like you say, uh, Jack's or man's got that that beautiful place, uh, the MMA place up in. Um, yeah, have you been in there? In the, I um, haven't. I've seen the pictures and I've oh. like, spoken to people. Well, uh, let me tell you now. The pictures, the pictures, don't do it any justice. It's a fabulous facility. It's what uh, you need doing is facilities like yeah. that in Wales for kids to go to. Because like I let, like I say, my kids, two of my kids are t- teenagers now. My other ones getting there. It's like. Mm-hmm. If they were little now, I'd be, you know, I'd get them to go and do jujitsu yeah, yeah. and, and MMA training and stuff like that. But it wasn't even around <clears throat> maybe like ten years yeah. ago, like it is but now. Even the ones like when we do um, the strike and submit and add down nails. Oh, another one! Quick shout out, Reese Hughes got a amateur title fight coming up now on the twenty eighth in Abbeville. Um, oh, man. that's um, Oban's Ed in our one as well. Yeah, There's, um, Grasshopper, Jason Jenkins, and uh, Jason Jenkins is on our card as well. It's going to be a that's going to be another ripper of a card. And people think the academy, I've seen a lot of the best fights on those academy cards. Yeah, those and academy cards are wicked. It's, I think it's such oh, a shame that they don't put it on TV, see, even yeah, if they put exactly. it on streaming when uh, like BT app or something. Oban and um, Josh Hudson's fight. That that would have been worthy of a main card on any on any uh, on any promotion. I think just, uh, um, I think Oban will be in the UFC. I do by the end of this year. I think yeah, um, he's got it. Um, I I like him. I like the way he conducts himself. I like the way yeah. he got that sorted. He got that chael sending about him, haven't he? And, yeah, he's uh, got a gift to the gab, hasn't he? Yeah, and yeah, he's he. He's another one. But he's another one. Barry, right? Cliche, you what? Conor McGregor said, but he, he backs it up what he says. Though. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. He uh, but he's another one. See, he come on, come on the show like straight away. Nice, you know, what yeah. just down to earth, top man. Like, and I had a, I had a really good like chat with him, and I, I had a right laugh. And like, he's another one like so down to earth, but like he knows he knows the talent he's got, and he yeah, he knows yeah, what yeah. he's got. He knows what his goals are. And he knows where he wants to get to, and he knows what he's got to do yeah. to get there. And then exactly. it's so exciting just watching these guys like coming up because you can see if everything goes to plan and they stay injury free, you could end up with like a couple of that's few a, well, few Welsh some, champions, couldn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a massive. That's a massive point you made. It's like injury free. Yeah, is that's it, something that um, when you get smashed in the head for a living, there's always a risk that you're going to pick yeah. up injuries. And the thing is, what people, what we what people forget about is obviously with MMA, you got all the injuries you can pick up from jujitsu and all these. Various but that's things. when doc, that's when doctors come in and see. Yeah, I say when the when the doctor's got to get his magic hands yeah. working. But also, it's like especially when you especially when you're lying underneath Greg Carlo's heavy top game as well. I had to get that one in. <laughs> the thing is as well, like because we 
know like that little bit more about concussions and stuff and CTE than we yeah. did 10 years ago, you'd like to think that combat sports generally are a bit better at protecting the fighters from, from themselves as well. But yeah, then exactly. you say that, That's what... I, I watched the Tyson Fury versus Wilder fight on uh, Saturday. And I got to say, I thought they could have stopped it about a round earlier. Um, he got wild, uh, wilder. He got for the last couple of rounds. He was just getting smashed in the head and the body. And I was just uh, thinking, does he need to keep taking these hits where he's not pretend he's not protecting himself? I know they want to give him every chance to, yeah. you know, to win, and he's got the power to end it with one punch. But like getting smashed around the head and the body by heavyweight when you're not defending yourself, I don't mm. think that's a good idea. Like, but. No, yeah, I nice, I personally opinion, haven't seen the fight. I'm not. I used to be a bit of a bit of a big boxing fan, like when uh, obviously Ricky Atten was about. But uh, since the emergence of MMA, I don't I don't tend to watch boxing an awful lot now. I used to follow all the Cleverly's fights and stuff. Joe Kozaki obviously was the the one when I was growing up as well, and um, it was all they keep putting them on these uh, silly times to uh, well, with, with the Americans, yeah. Like, I gotta say, like, <clears throat> if there, uh, there's like, there's a few boxers who I'll watch their fights and I'll follow. Like, I, I would watch Cody Davis and I, he's a yeah, Welsh yeah, guy. Yeah. And, but like, I can't. Yeah, he was unlucky the other day, wasn't he? Yeah, I thought so. People were saying that. People saying that he stepped. Did he step up a weight or something? No, he, he went um, down and um, I think oh, did like, he? down or up. I can't. I forget. But, um, <clears throat> I think like down or up. Yeah, I think. As I said, as I said, when he was on about Eccles, and he said, um, someone shouted something to me, and I said, you wouldn't know which way a lift was going if you had two fucking gases. <laughs> and they were like, they, they was just looking at me, and the one thing I use then is, um, <clears throat> anyone got a pen and paper to, uh, you know, just explain it to him? So you're basically yeah. announcing that they're the sick fucker. Like. <laughs> but go on, <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Yeah, go no, on, no, no. I know his grandfather very well from my time up in the uh, in the leisure centre. Mike, all right, Mike the bike. He's mm -hmm. uh, the fittest, but you won't mind me saying this. He's in his, he's, I think he's over in his 70s. He is super, super, super fit. Swimming, bike, running, <clears throat> the lot. Can't Can't but he still it. mixes it with the swigs, see? So mm -hmm. it can be done, people. can be done. Yeah, oh, definitely. <clears throat> um, so just to finish off, I was going to ask you a, a, an MMA-related question. Uh, John Jones, do you reckon he's the greatest of all time or not? Oof. It's he tricky, got He got a defeat, didn't he? Yeah, he but it's a, it's a, he got defeated for, um, by disqualification. He got disqualified for, I think it was eye-poking. Yeah. And it's oh. like, and he was winning the fight. Oh, I thought he was... Um... I thought he was hoovering stuff off the map. But, uh, uh, um, <laughs> um, I think he got to be definitely up there. <clears throat> if you take out dead. everything, but saying that, everything out of the cage, and you yeah. just look at his his fights and his fighting career, I think that you can't find many better. Um, and he's got everything to go with it. He can do everything. Yeah, yeah, but but it's difficult, isn't it? To just completely forget the same with the Conor McGregor. You, as much as you want to look at it from just a purely sporting point of view, yeah. it's difficult to ignore all the stuff, everything else that's gone around case, and, right? and all the stigma that's attached to him. Yeah, I, Kevin Cox is undefeated, mate. Is he? Yeah, from Caravan. 
There you go. He's the buy. Three and oh. So it's either John Jones or him. Kevin for me. Cox. Yeah. yeah. Seems seems yeah, about right. Beast mode. No yeah. comparison. And he is um, Oh, another one quickly. Excellent work that he's doing with um Carl Rose and the charity work for Cranial Ribbons that they're all um raising money for for one. He won't mind me saying for one of uh, Kevin's children who's been poorly lately but back on the men now which is awesome to see good stuff um right then barry let me think is there anything else i want to i want to i want to grill you on um <laughs> if you could pick one uh one welsh fighter from mma who you think is going to go all the way i think i know the answer but if you think who's going to be a champion who would it be um the obvious answer is the tank, you know. But yeah. if we if we look um else there's a lot a lot of youngsters coming through and, and I mean a hell of a lot. If people are unfamiliar with the Welsh amateur MMA scene, get yourself clued up on it, or even better still, because I said to my mate, once you go to one event, it doesn't have to be cage warriors, it can be like a strike and submit, it can be an interclub, it can be any you will see talent coming through jack is top end of the scale as we know mm. um i mason mason's looking sharp when he took out desme i thought because he's a he's a, a tough nut uh, donovan desme mm. um oban again we've spoken about yeah. him he's he's up there he's gonna jordan, he's gonna make a then? serious name for himself jordan peak that's the he's one just, i remember his surname, um, jordan peak yeah i think yeah he was supposed to be fighting ben ellis on the um 28th on the ebervale academy card i'm not sure yeah have he put has he pulled out through injury i don't know I'm but i'm sure, sure i've seen an advert here that ben ellis needs an opponent so I'm a bit heavy for him at the moment, and I'm a bit well. when I get back on the treadmill. He's uh, but yeah, the amateur. The, the best advice I can give to anyone is get to a show. Um, go I remember my missus said to me before is um, even when I don't work on them, I still pay to go and watch them. So like yeah. Cage Warriors in Cardiff for like sixty-five pound for a VIP ticket. Um, it's not that bad, is it at all, really? No, 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 no. But when you when you break it down and explain it, you go and watch Wales play rugby for eighty minutes. It's nearly hundred quid. And you're paying £65 for like, starts at half past four and finishes like 12 o'clock in the night. So no what'd, you get, what'd you get for the VIP VIP ticket then? Cold. Because hmm. yeah, you're actually on the ice and with a with man. Ah, yeah, it's brilliant because you, you see all the fighters walking past. So you interact with them, man. I was, um, yeah, we've had, me when, I, when we went with people from work, I was introducing people. They had photos with... Uh, Molly McCann, Paddy Pimlet, they had photos with Dean Truman when he was champion with his belt. Um, all, and, and that is the boot. You get to see them walking around before they compete. You can go right by where they come out then to make a ring walk. Yeah. You can actually, you are allocated seats, right? but there is flexibility for you to um, shake your hands at this, but there is flexibility for you to mm. walk around and move about a little bit. You can stand yeah. up by the bar if you want to. It, it, it's up to you. It's an all-round great atmosphere, like, and you might get on telly. That's it. Which you know I what? have quite a few times. I was going to say, have you been on TV? The mm. um, the frustrating thing is, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, like the Cage Warriors Academy show uh, in Abbeville now in a couple of weeks, uh, which Oban's fighting on. 
I find it it's really frustrating to me that that's not available to watch like via yeah, streaming. Be, or uh, something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, like even BT have got BT have got a deal, haven't they, with Cage Warriors? So like, yeah. even if they just put it on the BT app and didn't put it on the yeah. main channel. I just say, or even if Cage Warriors like stream there on their website or something. Cage Warriors need an app. Yeah, they do. Yeah, just they, get them on UFC's app. app. UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, they should do a deal with Cage Warriors together because they like. I think there's a a market for people to watch, like that that card in Ebervale is a really good card. Oh, it's superb, superb, and it's, like, and it's not not just based purely on on it a lot of it is welsh mma but there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of good fights that are going to be on it um uh, michael corston will be down he's gone into rugby now which might get onto the coach i want to come up and present you with your jerseys before your big game um yeah he was a ex-training partner with oban um oh, what's his name chris sterling Mm. He's a, he's another one from over that way. He's he's another flyer. He's on a ripper of a tail leg. Um, he's he's another one that could make a massive impact. And I've seen him a lot. Of, he's done a lot of competing in Wales. And you know these boys, they're not af- and girls. Obviously, they're not afraid to come over. One thing that I found funny when just uh, quickly with the cage warriors, it was when we had the snow, and uh, we made our way down there, and I had a spare ticket because my buddy couldn't. And um, this young girl phoned me up. She had because I put it on Facebook. Anyone want a ticket? Because I didn't want to lose the money. And um, mm. I said, "Yeah, I'll meet you outside. Uh, you know, sort out the ticket." It was Corey McKenna. <laughs> so she was sat next to me, and uh, she was uh, talking to me. I said, "All right, well, what do you do?" And she went, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a fighter." I was like, "You don't? Mm. I know you're not." Next thing you know, then she's headlining the um, either the amateur or starting off the pro card on the next <laughs> event. <laughs> so well, that was just something that was surreal and crazy like and yeah but um it's brilliant the people who meet through sport and the people who meet through doing especially i've very very fortunate like yourself i'm fortunate to do something that i absolutely love meet people that other people realize, and it's just what i said to you when i went when we done the interclub and i went to the toilet he was like come on bars come on bars i said you cannot start without my ass mm-hmm. i'm the most person in this building mm-hmm. don't worry about your ufc's and <laughs> mm-hmm. um, right. barry thank you for joining me mate um have you got a, like a twitter or a, Not a Instagram problem. or anything like that no i just i don't bother with all that lot no, i just Keep myself to myself. I have enough shit off the wife, so uh, <laughs> I don't need it off all angles from social media and the internet. Sorry, Kev, uh-huh. everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, guys, you can follow yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter oh, at AceCast underscore nation. Same on Instagram, facebook.com slash AceCast nation. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash AcePodcast nation, and uh, you can find the audio versions of all our shows at the usual podcasting and radio apps, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, yeah, Stitcher, funny? all us. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, thank you for joining sorry, me, mate. Sorry. Yeah, you're right, buddy. Thank you for joining me, mate. I really appreciate it. And, Absolute uh, guys, pleasure. Absolute pleasure. And thank uh, you. guys, thank you for we'll having see you. Uh, Brilliant. No worries, Absolute mate. Pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Anyone I missed out, I do apologize, but um, yeah.
hopefully we can do this again sometime. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it again. And uh, guys, check out all the other episodes, and uh, we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.